Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Listeners, welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a broadcast where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Hello listeners, welcome to the June 15th broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Annette, who is a high priestess and psychic reader. Also Mercedes, who is a accomplished paranormal investigator and spirit sensitive. Along with Ed Shanahan, and it's me, a psychic reader and spiritual observer. Hello Annette. Hello Ed, how are you tonight? I'm doing good, and hello Mercedes. Hello, hi guys, how is everybody? Great, how are you on? I'm okay. I'm a little hoarse. It's been uh, um, a lot of talk in the last two days, Friday and Saturday, and uh, we've had some shows. Annette, we're going to uh, get you out to the weather, Mark, no matter if we have to create a date for it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I sure missed it. Absolutely. It's a great place. Yeah, to do some readings. And uh, uh, Mercedes got to be, um, I guess, Broken in a little with doing house parties last night. Yep. And, yeah, and uh, it was in, it was a nice nice group of people. It was. They were a lot of fun. We had a good yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, and I think she learned uh, what I was telling her before we got there, and that you know my um, thoughts and beliefs. You plan the best you can, <laughs> but you better be able to work off the cuff. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because uh, last night was the first time I actually done readings outdoors, and uh, we didn't know that before we got there. Mm-mm. So, but uh, that's kind of nice though when it's a good evening. Did you enjoy it? I did. Mercedes, did you? I did until the mosquitoes came out and they started eating me alive. Other than mm. that, <laughs> yeah. How how are you doing with that today? Um, I'm better. They've gone away. They're not so itchy today. <laughs> okay. And that why wouldn't somebody? Why are there some people, maybe you know, that don't get bit by mosquitoes? Do you get bit? I do, but I guess I'm not a huge magnet, and some people are. I think it has something to do something to do with how your skin gives off oxygen or something along those lines. That's how mosquitoes are attracted and hone in. By, or maybe the... The expulsion of like carbon monoxide or carbon whatever you can breathe out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so horrible at science, but it's something yeah. to do with the way that you know those elements come off your skin, and that's how they find you. Hmm. So it probably Mercedes her pores are breathing properly, and she has fresh that. breath. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so allergic to them. It's horrible. Oh, are you on top yeah. of it all, huh? Huh. T- they love you and you're allergic? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I get big welts and I itch and it, it's horrible. Well, I think when we do the thing on the 28th with David that uh, you better have some mosquito stuff on. Oh, yeah, I'll have the heavy-duty stuff on, like the deep wood stuff on that night. <laughs> yeah. And was it you that sent me an email talking about putting fabric softener sheets in your pocket to keep away the bugs? 
Yeah, yeah. That we'll, was, we'll just yeah. we'll just wrap Mercedes in those, <laughs> in those smelly sheets, you know, like a mummy. It'll <laughs> be really scary in the dark then. Oh, here her. she comes. Uh. <laughs> we make them illuminate, Annette. Can we put some illuminate paint yeah, on we'll, and make we'll, them? Yeah. We'll just carry a black light with us. She'll glow like like a star. <laughs> I do have a portable one, so that would work. Uh, or Mercedes could maybe if I don't know. I I smoke about two packs a day, maybe that's the secret why I don't get bit, you know. Um, well, yeah. I didn't want to say that, Ed, but I think that's got something to do with it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and if I known that, probably if I went down to Kentucky with all the tobacco down there, I'd probably be eaten alive, you know, because they're accustomed to it. So, um, Annette, I got a question for you, okay? Okay, on. Yeah. Since we got Mercedes here, and she always giggles when I say this, um, Annette, you know me. The only one that's been involved in the stuff I do has been Steve, any longer than you have, and you've been probably it's probably going on six years now. And whenever I say I'm a shy guy, okay, oh, no. <laughs> people giggle. All right. Now, Annette, when did you say typically I'm a shy guy? Well, how about this? I think that by nature you... Hello. Wow. Mercedes, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Wow. The powers of B actually cut her off. (laughs) (laughs) See? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah, the powers of B, she vanished. (laughs) Well, uh, um... Hopefully she gets back. She's got satellite, uh, you know. She's got satellite um, phone, oh. so I hope. Hopefully that's not causing a problem. But uh, <laughs> that's weird uh, because she was going to give you a reading tonight and me also. Oh, cool. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, callers or listeners, if you're out there, feel free to give us a call on any topic. It's open lines tonight. And the number is 646-915-9653. Uh, I'm Horace a little bit from the last two days of doing readings. And uh, Mercedes did a good job last night okay. getting her feet wet. And, well, we're going to be doing our thing again uh, next Saturday. We're going to be at uh, Ashmore Estates, right? Mm-hmm. And that is an abandoned mental institution. Is it a mental institution or? Uh, Yeah, a sane asylum mental institution. Yeah. And uh, we'll be spending the night there, be on the veil with Ursula. Ah, and that's back. Okay, this should be fun. (laughs) Hello, Annette. Hi. I just wanted to get get out of answering that question, so I decided (laughs) to hang up on you. (laughs) I I, I told her, so I said, man, the powers of B doesn't going to let you answer that. (laughs) Well, the powers of B must be really messing with this. I got a brand new phone, and it just Mm -hmm. keeps hanging up on everybody in the middle of my sentences. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I have to turn it off and turn it back on to get it to to act properly again. Uh, So sorry. So did you hear my answer? No, we just said, you just started it and all of a sudden boom you're gone it's like okay whoa so here's my answer really quickly because i know you probably already okay. moved on to something else no my didn't. answer is that i think that ed is you are shy yes that you are a shy person by nature but i think that people have a hard time believing that about you because you know you push yourself to be bold and you push yourself to um you know put yourself out there and go for what you want so I think people have a hard time believing that you are shy when you tell them that. They kind of giggle because, you know, you do. You are somebody who is outgoing and can talk to anybody, even though that might feel uncomfortable in, at first for you. I don't think anybody else can sees that. Yeah, yeah. So See, I think that's what it is. <laughs> but yeah. if I get along with somebody, if we click right off the bat, then I'm I'm real easy. And... uh that's the thing I had with Mercedes and wind on stuff, you know, when we met. And uh, but, you know, I just wanted something to somebody to be on my side because <laughs> everybody giggles <laughs> when I say I'm a shy. So what if I stand up when I talk? You know, uh, 
but um, Annette, tonight, yes. um, you give Mercedes a little reading, and sure. uh, just a little demonstration for the listeners. And that's like she said, her her uh, as she told me, her email is not working right now. Tonight, she'll give a little demonstration. The next time we're on the line, and her email's working, then we'll give out the email address. Um, so a little reading with me, and then uh, or Mercedes, then a little tarot reading with me about a, something I got working on in the future. So, you want to start with Mercedes first? That's fine, sure. Okay. Now, Mercedes, um, do we want to know about today, or do we want to know about past lives? Uh, past lives, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> All righty. All right, I'm going to roll the stones and see what we get. Here we go. Annette uses ruins when she does that. Oh. Yes. That, did you hear that big old crash? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Those are the runes hitting the table. Okay. First thing I do is I determine whether you're a man or a woman in this past life. Okay. And I'm going to say this particular past life uh, that you were a man. Okay. And the next thing I do is the way the stones fall, um, if anything is outside the circle of the stones, like a stone, automatically I'm removing transition and negativity. So obviously um, your death is not, this lifetime is not something that you're meant to to know about today uh-huh. and that the negativity one is obviously there was nothing that was so huge that was against you from the outside world towards you that we need to be concerned about it. So those are two good things. Um, the next thing I do is I look at the pattern overall and try to find um, a shape, a letter, a number, a something. I'm seeing a big old number six here actually and Considering the way you draw six from the top and down into a circle, the top is showing me um, the stone is confusion. The next one is home. So I'm thinking that what we're working, what we're starting, and then the next that is so I think that what we're seeing here is that there's some confusion as to where you might call home during this lifetime. So I would think that. You're probably somebody who had to move around a lot or was displaced. Maybe you were an orphan. Something where you never really knew where your home was. We might figure out more. Let's keep going on. Um, As we come around the circle here, I see spirituality and then conflict as we come into the loop. So perhaps I think maybe I've hit on something here that you probably lost part of the family or maybe you were an orphan from the time you were born. But I think that um anything anything that you um were up against so to speak you fell onto your faith you always you know used your faith to get you through anything that was difficult for you especially the fact that you know you don't have a home to call your own um coming down there's comfort you find comfort for the first time when you are married And it's probably the first time you can kind of put your feet down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So with that marriage, then there's a lot of benefit that comes from it. Um, Being the man in the relationship, you know, you almost are the one to be expected to be the person who provides the home and all that. And I'm sure it was very difficult for the just sure fact that you didn't really know what that meant. You longed for it but didn't really know what that meant. So it was a little bit, of a burden, I mean a happy burden that you would be, that your role was one in the relationship, or, you know, as the man of the family, the head of the household, etc. That you had to learn at a point in your life when you're older, as opposed to having grown up with a father and seen it done, etc. Do you follow that? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Um, when we come around now, we're swirling back on itself into the last part of the curve of the six, and um, I see children and money come, and um, there's man, a man here. And I think that what we're, what we're looking at is that later in life, as, as you enjoy a family, um, money comes from probably the fact that now you – some stability may probably, and I'm 
having a feeling that you're in the same town, um, that you're making money by doing this. Most likely with a business partner, there's somebody that you partner up with, you really look up to this person. He's kind of the be-all of, of every, you know, you ask him all of it, he always get his advice, like a mentor to you. Um, so I would say, for, and the fact that this thing is a six, um, huh, I wonder what I, is, is the six mean anything to you in your life? Do you have a favorite number? Is it six? Uh, I have a favorite number, but it's five. Okay. And this is one more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing about that. Um, yeah, there there may be something. And just remember in the back of your mind, there may be something about this past life that will strike you one of these days mm-hmm. because of the number six. Okay. Something with a six is connected to it. I'm not getting a feeling of what it is. Okay. Um, exactly. Um, I could say something like maybe there were six children or something, but I don't know that. I'm not getting that feeling. So I'm going to ask you to do your homework. And when you come across something that is six and you have some deja vu with it or something along those lines, I think that's when it's going to strike you. I think that the biggest thing that you learned from this lifetime was um, – creating the fact that you had to create your own reality. You wanted something so bad. You wanted this home life and this facility that you had to create it. It was given to you easily. Most of us take that for granted. Mm-hmm. And you had to formulate it. You had to figure it out. You had to create it from scratch, from nothing, from no experience or background. Hmm. So that was probably your biggest, toughest challenge. And it sure seems to me and feels to me like you, you did it. You know, you were able to evolve past that, having to create something from nothing mm-hmm. for your life for this because of this because of this lifetime. Hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, in in lifetimes that followed and future lifetimes to come for you, mm-hmm. that home will be where the heart is, and that it's always going to be easy for you to have home. You know what I mean? Right. That nesting feeling. Right. Okay. Thank so you. there you go. That's what I have to say about that. Thanks. Now, Mercedes, yes. you don't want to have six kids or nothing like that, do you? No. No, no. way. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just two. Oh. <laughs> two is spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll eliminate that right off the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that she's going to run into something where she's going to, you know, because so many times as we go through life, we feel like, oh, man, I've been here before, or, Mm -hmm. oh, I've had this feeling before, or these thoughts before, or look at that person across that room I've never met him before in my life, but he feels like my brother. One of those, something with that, one of those, well, I'm getting goosebumps. When you get those feelings like that, that's when the number six is going to come up, and you're going to know you're in the presence of someone you had a lifetime with before, or you've been in that place before or you felt those same feelings or here's where you learned it and the number six is going to come up i'm i feel very strongly about that hmm. so now watch next time you're listening to box it's going to be like hello number six here or something <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say no she's freaking me out <laughs> hmm. now on that what ruins um i know you do the past lives but can you do other readings with those or you just use them for past life? I, I can. And mm-hmm. actually, when I first learned the runes, I learned them to be able to do reading, you know, today's readings with. Yeah. But I find that my tarot readings are so mm-hmm. much, are, I don't know, they, they come easier to me. It's like the way I'm meant to talk about today Okay. with the tarot cards. The stones yeah. always give me crazy, weird things that I don't understand. But with mm-hmm. the past lives, it just flows right out of me. Kind of so I that. think, yeah, they're meant, you know, the universe means me to use one for one thing and one for the other. <laughs> okay, cool. But they can they can be used in that manner. You know, what yeah, I learned because, some, yeah, because some people might not even realize that, and some people don't even realize what runes are. i never really seen them until i seen yours the one time. So, um and, you know, and there are a lot of different kinds of systems of runes also. You know, there are Germanic runes and um, 
you know, these, a lot of people call them the goddess runes or the witch runes. Mm-hmm. There are quite a few different types and sets. Um, but, yeah. I, you know... And so there's probably different readings, ways of reading them, too, then. Oh, absolutely. As there are tarot, tarot mm-hmm. cards. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, you want to give me a shot? I will. I'm yeah, gonna need, you're, you're thinking, you would like to know about as an, an endeavor that you're going to be making this year, is that correct? Well, yeah, you know what I'm, uh, and Mercedes knows what we're, what I'm setting out to do. And okay. I haven't made it public yet, so okay. it's, I'm just curious on how it falls um, with your reading. Okay. Take notes, because if I'm being too vague and you don't, want to, you don't want me to say things on the air, then we'll go back later privately. Mm, let's just play it off the cuff. How's that? <laughs> okay. Mm, okay. <laughs> I, do, I, do have, I do have the mute on here, so. I <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, won't let the cat out of the bag that big. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay, I always do a pentacle spread. It's five cards. Um, the first card tells us um, what's going on today, things we're thinking about. Yeah. This, is re- um, uh, this card's in reverse, the Empress. And I'm going to say that right now you're feeling that um, <laughs> that somebody who you may be partnering with um, mm-hmm. most likely is a woman, and this person you feel like they're not fulfilling uh, their role as a leader. Okay. okay. Mercedes, that's not you. Annette, that's not you. So. Okay. Right. Okay. As long as I think okay. Annette knows who I'm, she's. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say it though. No. Just leave it at that. Okay. Um, the next card position is the direction of things. The way things are going to go for the next couple weeks to a month is usually I say tell people in general a reading is good for about a month. You know, I try not to say, oh, in six, seven years from now, you will become the blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's too far flung because so many choices are made and um, change fates, etc. So okay. this card now, it, this is almost the exact opposite of the first one. Um, this one is, is it uh, two of bells in my fairy deck. This one talks about um, a brand new relationship with something that... Um, it's kind of like the kiss and tell thing, you know, where you're really excited about it and it's pretty fantastic and, um, you know, you want to you wanna get in there and kiss the girl and run away, you know, and go tell everybody that you did it because you're so excited. I'm a shy guy, yeah, because I'm a shy guy. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> right, Mr. Shy. <laughs> so the way things are, the way, you know, the direction of things then for this endeavor, I'm going to say are going to be very exciting for you and that as soon as you do a little bit of this and a little bit of that that leads up towards it, you're just not going to be able to contain yourself. You're going to want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I know you're keeping under wraps right now, but you're just going to want to pop with excitement because it's going to seem it's very exciting and it's looking good and it seems like it's going well. So that's a very positive card for the, direct, the way things are going to progress as you build it. Okay? Okay. okay. Now, here comes the obstacle card. And uh, this is something, you know, a difficulty that you have to get over. Um, this one um, is the Eight of Bells. And now this one's telling me that, and it's in reverse tonight, this one's saying that where things are usually grounded or centered, they've, they're kind of turned upside down. So there's nothing that feels like, okay, this, uh, the frustration is going to come because of the fact that you don't feel like it's all settled. You don't feel like this new endeavor is exactly the way you want it to be. So I'm thinking that, you know, there's going to be some hit and miss. There's going to be mistakes that are made. There's going to be some learning curve. There's going to be some things where you're going to feel a little bit unsteady about it mm-hmm. in the beginning, and it's going to be frustrating to you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't see that that's going to last a really long, like the whole time. or like enough No, you know me. You, you know right. me well enough that, I know. you know. That Not enough to make you stop wanting to do it. No. <laughs> kind of determ- makes me more determined. So. Right. So a little bit unsteady, just because you're going to be, fe- you know, it's kind of a new territory, uh-huh. and you're going to be just feeling like, oh, this is not the same old, same old. Yeah. That's going to be a little frustrating. I think that's yeah. as bad as it's going to be. Now, the next card position talks about, it's like a piece of advice from the universe. How do we get through the tough spots? Or, you know, the universe just wants to give you a piece of advice. And this one says, 
Um, it's a new mode of transportation. So it's like saying, it's a whole new way. And this new endeavor is going to take you in a whole cool new way that you don't even know yet. Mm-hmm. So go with it. If you were meant to ride the A bus and you got on the B bus by accident, don't get off. Ride it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So that's what that card is saying. It's like a little bit of advice from the universe saying, you know, if if you get on the motorcycle instead of the Cadillac, just ride. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and then the outcome, uh, this is the reverse of death. So now normal, this is the outcome. This is normally what I would say about the death card, and I'm sure you've heard me say this a million times, mm-hmm. is that um, the death card typically stands for some change of life. Yes, it could be a death, but it could be a birth, it could be a move, it could be a change of job, it could be a dramatic change in the way you look at something. Now it's in reverse. So that's telling me kind of... Um, you know, one of two things. Either it has nothing to do with ghost busting, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nothing to do with the dead, mm-hmm. and or that the new endeavor will eventually feel like the same old, same old. Okay. So you will, even though you have this little frustration of not being able to, you know, and then you, you have to get there in a different way than you anticipated, it's going to wind up, because it's the outcome card here, it's going to wind up feeling like, oh, this is home. This is just like how I've done all the other ones. Or this yeah, is just the same. Probably, you know probably that it's, you know me, once it gets accomplished, it's um, it's accomplished and it's just, you know, flowing with it. And then and the nice thing about it becoming the same thing is, as you know, then I try to change things to make it even more interesting. Not only for me, but those participating. So that's it and when that happens, we'll read it again. <laughs> yeah, it could be a good thing for me, you know. So uh, I see nothing here that says don't do it. I see mm-hmm. nothing here that says it will be bad in any way for anyone. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I say that it's full speed ahead. It's just you know, I think. The way the way you started going about it, this only this one card about the cha- you know the uh, the transportation being different than you expected. I yeah, think that's yeah. the only one that's gonna you're gonna just go oh well I expected to go with you know like mm-hmm. I say I expected to go on the A bus but I wound up on the B bus just ride it. Yeah yeah. So no problem. And since you know uh, Mercedes becoming kind of a partner with us with me whatever, I think it would be nice since I have you on here or not. To, because I haven't told Mercedes this, I, um, but I've always told you, just stick around and I'll take you for the ride, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm sure it will be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> that's sometimes it's bu- sometimes it's bumpy, but most of the times it's pleasant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, listeners, we have open lines tonight. I'm Ed Shanahan, and that is the lady who did the reading. Mercedes is uh, the other voice you hear. And if you want to call, talk about any topic, even be politics um, or conspiracies, whatever. The number I got, I'm hoarse, so that's why my voice sounds like it does tonight. Uh, the number is 646-915-9653. And if there's anybody out there that does impressions, give me a call. I got a question. Okay, so um, Annette, we uh, mm-hmm. we got thirty minutes left, which is sweet. Um, you're going to be Saturday. Where? Uh, Saturday the twenty first. I'm going to be. Uh, you're catching me off guard in the Willow Springs for Forest Preserve. Is that right? You want me? You want a little help for me? <laughs> I just well, I called you off guard on it. Yeah. Um, I got the paperwork. Um, you're going to be more or less like at a pagan fest, right, on the 21st. And it's, um, geez, where did my notes go? Um, I got the stuff as far as the weather mark. But it's going to be an outdoor event, and there's going to be, okay, the heart of Morrigan Community Interfaith Temple, okay, a celebration of spirit, unity, and harmony. June 21st, 2008, 11 a.m. to dusk at the Willow Springs Woods Forest Preserve, Grove Number 1, 
on Flavin Road, just east of Archer. So basically, listeners, what you would do is go down Archer Avenue till you get to Willow Springs Road, make a left there, and you'll see the road for the forest reserves. Okay, spend the summer. So, so Annette, what do you call? How do you pronounce that? So, uh, S-O-L. Solistus. She's gone. Mercedes. She disappeared again. Okay. <laughs> Mercedes, stick close. Uh, okay, and that's back. Hold on. Okay. Okay, you're back. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I've no, it's all right. This phone in the lake. I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Uh, the paranormal say hello, Annette, to you. Uh, and, yeah, we'll take questions online, too, as Mercedes has said. I haven't wait, even... wait, wait. The paranormal say hello to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the paranormals. Whoever they are. Oh. Hello, paranormals. <laughs> Come out and see us on the 21st. I, I'm intrigued. Who are the paranormals? <laughs> yeah. I was talking to dead people last night, but I didn't know I was going to be talking to them tonight. <laughs> um, okay. I was saying it's a celebration of spirit, unity, and harmony. And June 21st, 2008, 11 a.m. till dusk, Willow Springs Woods Forest Preserve Grove Number 1, Flavin Road, just east of Archer. Basically what you would do is go down um, Archer Avenue to Willow Springs Road, make a left, and it should take you right in there. Uh, Spend the summer... Okay, Mercedes, you said it. I'm still tongue-tied. Solstice. 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 Yeah. Like the sole of your shoe. (laughs) We won't even talk about uh, Coven. Uh, (laughs) And that had a... You said it right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I thought it. I'm thinking of it faster before I say it. Say it. Um, So join with our interface community picnic vendors, readers, raffles, drumming, and outdoor rituals to celebrate the summer yeah. Solstice. Um, Solstice. Solstice. Bring the kids. Okay. There's going to be a cool, there a cool kids thing going on, the circle for them, and all kinds of fun things to do, and I'll have my kids out there. So, What booth will you be at? I'm going to be in the flying ointment booth. Um, Melora and I, she does tie-dye, and I make hand-dipped incense. So we're going to be out there selling tie-dye and incense okay. under the name flying ointment. And you'll find us right next to... Barb Buckner, she's got a lot to do. She's running this thing side-by-side uh, side with Rosina. And, you know, so many people are going to be there from the Chicago land pagan community I haven't seen in years. So it's going to be kind of fun just to hobnob and hang out. And um, The price of admission is bring a dish to pass. So that's kind of an important thing you got to know. Anybody who wants to come out, um, please bring a dish. Well, Wanda... Um Mercedes and I plan on stopping there before we go up to the uh, Ashmore Estates. So, uh, we'll bring something portable like a bag of chips. Would Pepsi Poppy consider uh, pass along food? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I got sure. enough for that, so I'll see what I can do. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, that's a beverage. That's what you need when you're having a lunch. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that runs till dusk, which is, wow, it's going to be a long night for you guys, uh, about 8 o'clock at night. Um, so you, you and will I'm not... sure it depends on, too, you know, how interest lasts, you know, if everybody's yeah. tired and crabby, I'm sure we'll say goodnight. <laughs> Especially when kids are involved. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know my guys be... can't last in the woods till 8 o'clock, so. <laughs> and I won't be doing readings that night, but uh, she'll be having the other stuff there, so. Yeah, we're just, gonna I'm just going to be there to enjoy myself mostly. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, they're, they're planning on having 13 readers, I was told. So um, That's a lot of readers. Everybody will have a choice, that's for that's sure. That's right. I'm yeah. sure, and everybody has a different style, and, you know, and you, you, you really want to be read 13 times? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a lot to me, but, you, you know. Talk about being confused at the end. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And that night, we are planning to do a live remote again from Ashmore Estates. Annette will be manning the controls here 
It'll start at 9.30, and I'd only be a half hour. And uh, hopefully the cell phones will work with us that night. Yeah. 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 We, I think there is something like 25 people that are going to be out there. It's an abandoned, is it an abandoned mental institution? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, With over 100 deaths in there. And uh, it should be very, very interesting. And the thing is, um, all the paranormals want to know how far from Chicago. Oh, this is in Illinois. Yeah, um, from Chicago will be the, uh, I imagine it's the the thing you're going to be at Annette uh, Pagan's I don't know what you would you say. How long would it take to get there from Chicago? Forty minutes, forty-five minutes from downtown. Oh, they're in Michigan. This is in Illinois. Yes, oh. how far from Chicago? Um, the fest itself is about, I would have to say, twenty minutes from Chicago. It's that far, okay. depending on where you're in Chicago. At. From my house, I'm five minutes from Chicago. Add another ten, it's fifteen. So. Oh well, see, that's not so bad. No, no, no. And they're coming from where? Michigan, you said. They're coming from Michigan, yeah, Kalamazoo, so wherever that's at. Oh, well, they're coming around the horn by my house, actually. They said oh, really? An investigation group. Oh, yeah, they're paranormals. So somehow they know you from Michigan. That's, you know, I don't know. You know people up in Michigan in that? Wow, I might. Maybe some of the people that came on the tour with us. I know a couple, that one couple that was so nice, She, um, they were moving, weren't they? Oh, I wish I could remember her name. Lisa, maybe? I'm bad on names, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Kalamazoo, you know, from Cal- from Kalamazoo to, let's say, my house, mm-hmm. oh, boy, I bet that's a good hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And okay. then from my house then to, to out by you, that's another 40 minutes. So they're probably looking at a two-hour drive to come to the festival, if not a little bit more. Which ain't bad, really, you know. If you compare it to uh, what Mercedes, eight hours from Merce, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. we, yeah, yeah, the lady the, Rosina, who's putting this, um, the Solstice program, the, who's putting it together, she is so on the ball. You know, she does rituals probably two or three a month for moons and Sabbaths and Esbats. So she really knows what she's doing, and she's very organized. She has a crack team working with her, all our committees. I know a bunch of people on the committees. So I really think it would be worth a two-hour drive because they really have their act together. I really think they do. Um, and, it, and it's no cost of admission. You know, bring a dish. How easy is that? It's not like you're going to go and drop $100 to get in the right, door. Right, right. You know, And it's in the woods, which makes it so nice for a day like that. And Bug spray. Bug spray. Fabric <laughs> <laughs> <Never> softener sheets. <laughs> the paranormal said they drove four hours to the Decatur Festival. So this will be uh this will be easy for them, so uh Okay. I yeah. think so, yeah. I'm just trying to look at Decatur here on my map that Yeah, because basically they could get off Oh, it would be much closer. Oh, it would be much yeah. closer for them, sure. They could get off um in basically Willow Springs and go right down there, Willow Springs Road, right to it. Okay, They'll, they'd be getting off near the UPS big building over there, and that'll take them right down the road, right down Willow Springs Road, right to the uh, right to the fest. So it'll be a straight drive down 294, or nine, yeah, for them, you know, once they get in Illinois. So um, not bad, not bad. Yeah, they all. just come towards 80, and then 80 straight to 294, and then around like you just said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. So. Um, and so then after that, uh, we have a, what is it? Unless they get on their brooms and fly fly across the lake. (laughs) I wish we could. (laughs) Just to get up to Ashmore, I think that's a three-hour drive we got looking ahead for ourselves. So that night, um, so, uh, Mercedes getting to see a lot of me. Yeah, all month. Yeah. (laughs) Every Saturday. Yeah, Almost, yeah, because the following Saturday, we're going to be over at Annette's area uh-huh. with David Kump, and we're going to be um, basically at Indian burial grounds and uh, doing a little experiment out there to use in the circle of energy uh, to see what we bring up. And I was just telling 
people, I sent it through the email, that um, the last time we were out there in that, we had uh, Latino Ameri- uh, American Paranormal Society with us, and there was teenagers that came out of nowhere, no flashlights or anything like that, and the way I was told to me that they walked around and they came up to the the one guy with the tools and the tape recorders and that, and talked to him in Spanish and asked him about the tools. He answered back in Spanish, and they were satisfied and left. Well, not only did he, but Patty also took photographs of them leaving. And what happened is when he got home and listened to the tape, the teenager that was talking in Spanish all of a sudden was coming off in English on the tape. And the photographs that they took of these, I guess, seven, eight teenagers, well-behaved, by the way, I must say, they, uh, there was nothing there but orbs. Now, he and Patty had that. So it might be an interesting night because we never did the circle of energy there. So No, we never have. No, we haven't. Um, and, and I, you know, I, that's probably the best place that I would attempt. I've never done the circle of energy with you, Ed. So oh, yeah. I think that's the best place that I would attempt it because I feel so peaceful there and it's really calm. It's not like, you know, Axe Murder House or some crazy thing, you know, that I might go, okay, right. I don't think I'm going to participate in it over <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know my limitations. Um, so I think, yeah, doing a circle of energy out here, I think it's going to be a really pleasant experience. So that's going to be... As well, here's... Trying to gather information or make a communication for a specific reason. Mm-hmm, wow, mm-hmm. I think I think it could happen. So We will find out. We will find out. Um, <clears throat> and your plan, you're, you're saying about 8 o'clock get to your place, right? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. yeah. And I will need an email. Oh, I will have to call you during the week and get directions again. Yeah. Um, so... And what was strange last night, Mercedes could, um, she could tell you this happened also, is we, at the end of the house party, we went to do the circle of energy. And um, we're all lined up, very sensitive people, too, in the circle, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Mercedes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing that started happening that, for me, it turned into kind of a seance. Oh. Not even, Yeah. Not even a circle. So um, was it a spirit that was um, with one of the guests, or was it connected to the house? Or I was coming up with some way, somehow. I was coming up with names of what was it? The one lady's brother's middle name. Yeah. Um, a child that died right around birth, looking down upon the mother. I, I was just describing what I was picking up. Um, somebody, you know, one or two ladies had a miscarriage and, you know, um, the one guy that was in the circle, it was just, it was just, it was just very interesting because, um, what turned out to, wanted to be a circle of energy turned out to be a little bit like a seance. So, on my part. Interesting. Yeah, it was, it was. And, uh, but it was a beautiful night, beautiful full moon, Uh beautiful full moon. Well, oh, basically, that's all we got going. July 10th, I'll be speaking at LAPS, Latin American Paranormal Society, will be joining me in Burbank for a um, Welcome to the Unexplained World through the Park District. We're trying to get uh, to get to go into a cemetery um, with the connection I have on the police department and that to see if we could get in there at night. We did it before. It's at Cemetery S. I have the video on the webpage about. So we're going to see if we can pull that off. Speaking of the webpage, theunexplainedworld.com is the place where you can see videos, photographs of Annette. I got a photograph I got to get of Mercedes still up there, if I could get the time. I wish I had the camera last night. She looks stunning. So, but. Ooh, stunning. <laughs> right on. <laughs> When all the guys got bored listening to the readings, they were sitting around her. So, 
<laughs> yeah, her husband's going to come knocking on your door, Ed. No. <laughs> Thanks for calling I was still in readings, man. You know, <laughs> I was still in readings. She was, uh, she was behaving. She was behaving. There was yeah. uh, She had her own, she had her own, uh, l- there was a lady there, very, very, named Barb, wasn't that the name? Mm-hmm. That was basically watching out for her, so everything Good. was cool. <laughs> yeah. I think I was watching out for her because, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was <just> her. <laughs> real sweet people, real sweet people. Annette, uh, you got anything you want to talk about? Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's nothing I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, you know, it's I, I keep, Last time we talked to David Kump, both times. Mm-hmm. However, our conversation ended. I I just wanted to keep going with it, and for the life of me, it's almost like I have some kind of a weird block. I can't think of what topic we were touching on at the very when. It was one of those, okay, you have 30 seconds, you know, and yeah, I was like, yeah. but I, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wish I could think of what that was. I know I we were talking about the reptilian aliens, which mm-hmm. is very difficult for me to wrap my head around. And um, I keep going back to it, though. I'm so, like, I, I wish I had David in my kitchen with me when I'm doing dishes because I'm just, I would go like, hey, what about the brr? It doesn't yeah. make sense because of brr, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you're right because of this or that or this other thing, you know. Um, so uh, those kinds of topics, I, I guess, like the fact that they want to, that they might use my soul. But uh, you know, it, it's did those, you, did you it's those video? things that have been driving me crazy lately. Have you seen a video I sent to you and Mercedes and David? Were you able to see it, or did your email go down before that? You know, I haven't uh, had my email working in okay. probably a week, and then I was okay, traveling. Okay, because so. did you get to see it yet, Mercedes? No, I haven't got to see it yet. Okay. What is it about, it, then? It's, um, it's actually a very good documentary. I remember David was talking about the 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 art, the stuff dr- drawn on walls of Indian caves. and Oh, yes. The pyramids and all that stuff. Right, um, right. They went back as far as they could with, in time, as far as, you know, what we have artifacts from and everything else, to show these symbols that are drawn on the, uh, you know, these objects and that, that are part rept- reptilian and part human and stuff like that. So, uh, and one, one device actually looks like a machine, electronic type of machine. See now, the machine part, I, I would say, wow, that's got to be some kind of a other world being, just because those people did not know what a machine was. Right, right, right. But the reptilian human, see, I can, I, I can rationalize that in my head anyway by mm-hmm. thinking those people knew what animals look like and they mm-hmm. know what humans were and they knew they were thinking, sanctioned beings, so. In order to create a god from a lizard or a snake, yeah, it would seem rational to me to put the head of the, you know, animal on the body of a human to make it like a god. That's the way Indians have animal spirit guides, basically. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the fact that you know these reptilians supposedly can shape shift, well, mm-hmm. go throughout history and all of these gods, you know. Native American, mostly especially that I know of, all their gods are shapeshifters. You well, know? here's a question I threw out to Amy, so whether who's just okay, who's our Native American. I'll throw it out to both of you because I still haven't figured out where Mercedes is yet and her mm-hmm. beliefs and faith. Okay, she's she's a shy one. Uh, <laughs> But Why do people call you a shy person, Marcy Mercedes? <laughs> oh, she is. Oh, I but, am. I will tell yeah. you straight up, I am. <laughs> I, you know, last night, I just said, your turn. I am there. not. <laughs> <laughs> last night, I said, it's your turn. I just pushed her up there, yeah. and uh, was she was hoping to find a, a shot somewhere afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing I threw out to Amy is, you know how how Native Americans and that see animals as their spirit guides, okay? And I don't know if I threw this out to you or not. 
But is it possible that in a past life they were that animal? You know, I know well, there's... I guess no, I don't see why not. Yeah, and maybe that's why there's such a tie to it. I don't see why not. I don't think that that's outrageous. Yeah, I didn't say outrageous, but it made her think because she really didn't have an answer to that. You know, Amy. You, yeah, yeah, she didn't yeah. have an answer, yes or no. So I'm just wondering. You know, I know it's like we only got ten minutes left, but if there's anybody out there that might have, you know, some type of uh, feedback on that. Um, you know, when we talked to that particular doctor that had written the book, Schultz, I believe the name was. Um, he had written a book about past lives, mm-hmm. and it, oh, it was a wonderful interview. And um, he, I asked him something about whether or not, you know, a past life could be in animal form. And I, I seem to remember him saying he didn't think so. That is mm-hmm. my recollection. I could be wrong, so I'm not quoting him. But um, I kind of think that, you know, some, some people say, oh, you lived such a bad life, you'll come back as a cockroach. I don't think that's necessarily true, a karma-type tie mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. incarnation. But I think that maybe it's possible that if you're someone's devoted dog or you are a particularly clever raccoon or, you know what I mean, something yeah. a horse, that I don't see that that's sometimes a dolphin so far away from a human being. Yeah. No. One that is especially clever or motivated towards joy or change or evolution. I don't see why, you know, an animal spirit couldn't enjoy reincarnation as a human being. That's That was just because there's so many of them that have those as spirit guys. It's like, mm-hmm. hmm, you know, I'm just they curious. They can relate to. Yeah, they can yeah. relate to on such a gut level. Of course, and why not? I don't see yeah. that they're, yeah. If I'm supposed to not be vain and think that the universe is filled with aliens, then how could I eat, how could I discount the fact that maybe I was once an animal? I yeah. I can't. You know, I dig elephants and snakes. Don't ask me why. <laughs> you know, but I've got a big tie to both of those things, and I think both of them. Oh, I'm see, I might be a reptilian since I love snakes so much. I don't know. <laughs> And David, if you're listening, I love you with all my heart. But don't t- ever take offense to my to the fact that I don't get into reptilians. But you know what? <laughs> Two weeks from now, who knows what'll be showing up, kid? Yeah, uh, oh. yeah. Well, he wants to capture it with a net, and since my name is a net, look out, right? <laughs> you're bad. Um, well, hey, he's okay. laughing. He's laughing. He's yeah, laughing. I know he is. I know he is because you believe in fairies, so. Oh, I do, big time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mercedes, do you? Do I believe in fairies? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Don't say no. Tinkerbell's light will go out. <laughs> <laughs> All the magic is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I I believe that there's. Um. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know if they would be considered fairies or if they're just little mischievous little things. The little nature spirits? Yes, things like that. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm not they, sure if they, they all like, have beautiful like dresses to, and wings. Yeah, they like to steal your keys, and they like to steal your jewelry, and they like to, you know, just cause a little mischief, but bring good things, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm outnumbered. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outnumbered every time I bring this up. Uh <laughs> Because the first time I sat and heard that, I was in a a pagan location. They were having a discussion, and the whole room went to talking about fairies. And I'm like, huh? Okay. I come home, and I go to my wife. I go, Cassie, you would not believe what they were talking about. And she goes, well, I believe in them. And I go, huh? Okay. So it's like. Okay, I might just have to, you know, um, I don't know if you can investigate it, but I'm not going to be, there's too many. It's like the scientists that we had on talking about orbs. Mm-hmm. When there's so many people that believe in them or what they're getting, mm-hmm. there might just be a possibility, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You never and, you know, and I don't think so much of fairies necessarily are sweet little girls with wings that fly around pulling your hair, right. you yeah. know? Yeah. 
I mean, I, I think they can be just a myriad of different types of shapes and sizes and, you know. Well, you know that little, you know, who knows, because you know that one place, Annette, that's I showed you that I cannot post on the Internet but is kind of sacred land, remember, about two yes. years ago? Yeah. Okay. And I told you the weirdest thing was there was like four black butterflies that looked like silk with those little blue dots on them. Mm-hmm. And as I walked around the place, they flutter around when I, you know, around me. And when I stopped, they waited on the branches right next to me until mm-hmm. I moved again. And who knows? That might be. Little sentries, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something you're talking about because it was the whole, the whole, as you know, the whole, the whole scenario was fantastic to come mm-hmm. across this thing. But um, he has to stay mum to the world. But, yeah. Um, Mercedes, yeah. you got any topic? Um, I wanted to talk about evil spirits and demons. Okay. Like we yeah, four about. minutes, girl. Oh well, I'm I'm asking about it. Oh, well, I think you and I talked. Uh, Annette, why don't you give your little input? Okay, so are we asking, do they exist? Yeah, like, what do you think? Do you think there's evil spirits, or do you think there's demons, or, you know, what do, what do you think? Um, well, are demons. Or are I mean, de- well, demons, I think, like a fairy or a nature spirit, a demon might be considered a spirit that is like maybe um, of a thinking that is of just negatives, you know, uh, something that's brought on by negative energy. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I I guess I have to believe in Satan if I'm going to believe in demons the way most people think of them, (laughs) you know, Hellraiser type guys. (laughs) And I don't believe in Satan. So... I have a hard time. Do you believe there's an evil, an evil entity? Then, okay, don't use Satan. An evil entity that can come back as demons and raise havoc. Is that what you're asking, Mercedes? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Specific. I no. I don't think I do believe that. Okay. Okay. But you do believe in evil. You. How well, evil make? exists, obviously, but. Evil is necessary, you know. I think that without evil, what is good, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it would, we would just be, you know, running around in a bunch of gray all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think that, and so many people poo-poo me for this, even saying things like this, but like, for example, um, someone who is, let's say like a Hitler, okay. you know, in order for other things in history to progress, other good things, mm-hmm. something like he his doings were almost a necessary evil so that the light of good could be shown and be seen and learned, and we could learn more about human experience. And, oh, do you know what I mean? We just had to learn those lessons in order to evolve right. as humankind. So yeah. I think that was necessary. And I think... Well, oh, when we talked to the lady last week, last couple of weeks ago, she was the incubus, the incubus mm-hmm. gave her a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Probably, I believe that she was bothered by something that was not of this world that gave her a heck of a time, and to her, it, it's a hundred percent real. And um, to one of us, because we can't see it, we might say, "Oh no, no," but that is. Somehow, that whatever that thing is, is affecting her in some negative way. So classify it as whatever name you want to give it, probably demon or evil being. Then, yeah, it exists. If it's causing effect and it's negative, I would guess we'd have to call it that. Okay. All right. We got one minute left. And Mercedes said that kind of answers Annette's belief in them. So, yeah. I'd like to thank Mercedes for being on here. Annette, thank you for the readings. Of course. Uh, very interesting. Yes. We did get through doing an hour show, which was sweet. And uh, hopefully we'll see everybody the 21st during the day. 
like I said, stop by visit Annette. The 21st at 9, 9.30 at night, we'll be doing a live remote from Ashmore Estates, the haunted abandoned mental institution. Me, Mercedes Wanda, Ursula Bielski, 20-something people. Um, we'll be out there doing our thing. So um, tune in for that. And ladies, thank you very much. I will talk to you tomorrow. I'm hoarse tonight. And uh, it was fun. It was nice. Thank you. Happy Father's Day, Ed. Thank you very much. And to all the dads. <laughs> Good night. Pleasant day. Good night. Good night. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.